right, guys, welcome to another week of our podcast. We're doing a little bi-weekly thing. That means once every two weeks, not twice a week for all you dummies out there. Uh, that being said, we're pumped. We have a great show. We just finished up our poker night. We got our draft order locked and loaded, and, you know, we're, we're just pumped. I got me in the studio, obviously. Sitting right next to me is Ross Davis. Across from me is Matthew Samuelson. And behind me, oddly enough, is Drew Michael. I have no idea why you sit in the corner, but I'm always behind that's you. fucking him. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> All right, guys, how are we doing? What's going on, boys? Excellent. I'm buzzing. I'm looking forward to the pod. It's been a while. Got a lot to say. Got a lot of thoughts. Ross, I feel, I feel Ross, the same Ross, just, say. Ross doesn't just have thoughts. He doesn't even have hot takes anymore. He has Rossisms. Okay, so in that one in that one text, you guys are tearing me up about which. uh, Granted, if the punctuation is not there, it sounds stupid. But I was asking like a question, like because aggregate scores in soccer make no sense at all. Instead of just having aggregate scores, I don't know why don't you play overtime or something like that. So because they have two legs. I hope they have two legs to play soccer. <laughs> no, like I just have... heard Ross's. Bra- I literally just heard Ross's brain implode on itself. <laughs> like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shit. But yeah. I mean, like, hold on, let me Google like... that. They have a home and away leg. Yeah, but so like, but I don't really get. So if Liverpool today tied three three, or if so, okay, okay. So Liverpool lost. Oh, I don't know, like what two weeks ago. Last yeah, Barcelona, week. last yep. week three zero. Yeah. So their aggregate score was three oh. Barcelona, yep. zero Liverpool. Correct. Liverpool comes home today. You'll never walk alone. Biggest, uh, biggest Liverpool fan you'll ever meet, Ross Davis. This is an official, unofficial Liverpool podcast. Oh, so, if Liverpool no, scores... <laughs> so if Good Liverpool scores, if Liverpool scores three goals, they're tied three three, and then right. what? Then they would go into extra time. Oh, they go into overtime at Liverpool. Wait, 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 yeah. wait! It's extra time when they like say like, "Oh, this guy was being a queef on the field." That's added and they time. add like that's four add, minutes. That's, oh, it's that's, added that's, time. That's, that's, yeah. that's injury and stoppage time is what it's called officially. Queef time. Yeah, queef time. <laughs> queef and then, time. Like and that. then, and then if and so like <laughs> at the end of ninety minutes, at the end of ninety minutes, if it was if the aggregate score was three three. And there, and obviously the home and away goal thing didn't didn't come into play here because of, uh, you know there's three goals scored by Barcelona at Wait, their home home, home and away thing. Time. So there's, like let's say Liverpool scores four goals and Barcelona scores one. Who wins? Because the aggregate score before four. It it would have it would have been Barcelona because they had an away goal. Wait, what the fuck does that mean? They cause so it's it, like a waiting system, Ross. It's yeah. like if you win away goal, it's worth more. It'd be like if the NFL gave you more points. For like winning in away games, so you get one point five points for winning. Actually, that, which would be fucking cool. Would it? Would that be cool? I feel like I mean, it'd, be, at, it'd be kind of cool. So I feel like in every sport you have to play away games and win to win a championship. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. But what if you? What what if you're like just like an away team, Haas? Like your your home team, your home stadium. You guys just suck ass. But like for every two games you win away. You make up a game, do you lose at home? Like that's kind of fucking cool. That was like, like there's the incentive two, to playing really well. That was like the 2003 Pats or something like that. They did that. They just like played ridiculously well on the road. Yeah, mm, 
I'm not gonna sit here and say things that like away game. Oh, but like, is, aren't half of the games played away? Yes. Yeah. But so you're that, telling me that half it, of your that's that's literally only that's literally only in the Champions League, dude. It's just a way so they can make sure. It's just a way that they can not where they don't have to have a game go into penalties. Because let's be honest, the pen oh that's a shitty way to lose is penalties. So yeah, if, if I mean, you could a, do what I think you if, should do what hockey does at that point, just play till someone scores. I agree. Well, I I agree with that as well. But then, but it's kind of a shitty situation because soccer, you're only allowed three go or three subs. Yeah, give an extra That's sub true. every thirty minutes of. Uh... Yeah, that, they they're no, by the way, Cubby, run them into a by, ground. By the way, Cubby, there that is actually in the uh, the thought process is that yeah. if, if both teams have used their three subs, if both teams have used their three subs uh, going into the um o- essentially overtime, they each get an extra sub. So yeah, you could I like you that. could. Put, you yeah, could like potentially do that, but there will be a point where you'll run out of subs on your bench. Because yeah, you're only allowed with like six subs. Right? Okay, you're only allowed. You're only allowed seven subs. But you're right; it would never ever go into like someone's gonna fuck and just give up. So what, man? Then, then you throw the goalie in as a center. I love watching no, Javier Baez go to the pitcher's mound. That's great. You're Same. right. You're right. There, Same. In, in a way, I I agree. I don't I don't think games should be penalty shootouts, and I in a in, in a knockout tournament. It should yeah. be a knockout style, you know. Whoever's go- go- golden goalie, you know. Golden goal sick. I played that on FIFA like yeah. three times. It's I the lost. only. It's the only way I play FIFA is golden goal. Yeah, I agree. Golden goal is the only way to go. Yeah, right. it's there is a little there is a little bit to it where it kind of seems like a really shitty situation, obviously. But uh, it, whatever. It, 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 All right. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, it's, you know, uh, moving on. We're gonna move on to poker night since. We are a fantasy football podcast, and we finally have something to talk about other than how much we hate Kevin and, you know, right, whatever. So, uh, Poker Night, I think was a wild success. I, I thought it was I honestly thought it was, oh, it was so fun. I thought it was going to suck. But here's here's my recap of it. Basically, you Ross had a solid – Shut up, Shut up, <laughs> We had seven guys come in playing well. Then all of a sudden, out of left field, Ross just comes. Actually, no one was taking any big stances. Uh, Drew and I were steadily climbing the leaderboard. Kevin was just honestly shit in the bed. And then fucking out of no – or even Cubby playing at like a fucking banquet was doing decent. Yeah. And then out of left field comes fucking Ross and just throws his dick on the table. Dick and balls. I'm going dick and Whoa. balls on the table. <laughs> you're, you're right. And fucks everything up because – and Stupid fucking yeah, Jake, yeah. hold Naughton, on, no, 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 and no, no, no. Kevin, you're telling just, it wrong. Just Kevin first. You're you're literally telling it wrong. It was Kevin first. It was Kevin, Kevin, because Ross had yet to join the Discord, so Ross couldn't hear what we were saying about him, and we were saying Ross, stop doing what you're doing. We're texting him in chat, and he clearly isn't <laughs> listening. And Kevin goes like, Kevin goes like, I have, I have, I have a pair of threes. I think I can take her. <laughs> he goes and there. everyone goes, everyone literally goes, no, you can't. Yeah, no, you <laughs> can't. No, I, I said, I said, it's your fake money. Do what the hell you want with it. Yeah. And Kevin goes all in and shits the bed. And, and, and Cubby, that would be, you would look like a total, like, this is a competitive move right here. And then you, like, five hands later, end up going in on, after Jake and Naughton had gone out, you end up going against him on, like, a, all right, to be sevens. fair, I no no no. I had um Ross had like ace, 
queen and paired the queen, and I had like king ten like on suit. So at least I went in with like a decent hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and I like, fucked. I didn't feel too bad about that. But Jake, 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 like two hands after he witnessed not or witnessed. It was uh, it was it was literally Kevin went out. Jake, Jake went out, not went not out, in like four hands, and my dick and balls are just laying on the table, boys. Absolute, honestly, man, rocket out there. Honestly, Ross was and, using his money to order him a sword to the table. Yeah, and then yeah. what was really nice about it, though, in the end, was that uh, after Cub- Cubby, you you were able to hold on for like maybe ten more hands, and then you shit the bed. And then, well, the rest well, of And it, Ross had a commanding fucking lead, too. Yeah. Well, don't don't forget, boys. It's not like I just lost my chips. I kind of quit because I picked up my butt at the airport. Oh, you know, right. easy, easy, easy. Then I fucking decided. To oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Josh, And Josh, I fucking took you down, dog. I took you down. Yeah, but yeah. I think I, when, I, I think when, when you so quit. So we started with, we started with 25,000 chips. I think I quit with 60,000. And, like, Drew had a... Uh, Thousand. Just thousand. one thousand. I, 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 I pulled I pulled the rest of the group, but I didn't go was didn't have to go all in because at the time I had more coins than Ross because he had just lost a ton of coins to Josh. But the, it's and it was stuff. awesome. But and anyways, you know, I went all in on on or not all in. Some Ross went all in, I think, again and like fucking somehow clutched it out. And I beat honestly Drew I was like on the, I had like three I had like three thousand coins more than Ross, and at that point, I said, "You know what? There's like thirty minutes left in this game. I'm not fucking losing this." Yeah. And I said, "You know what? Play some hands. Play for a few hundred coins here and there, but you know, pockets too big." And then I'm Ross not fucking got doing it. Ross got bored and and quit. <laughs> I quit. So and Drew, then I, you better yeah. kiss my ass and love kiss and shit. Whatever third pick you get, but anyway, I'm not kissing shit. I'm not kissing well, shit. I'm just, I'm just glad that I joined on. Because uh, I didn't think I was going to do it on because I picked up my buddy who's going to be on the podcast next week. And uh, he's going to give a rousing interview. Pretty excited about that. But uh, I didn't think I was going to hop on. And then I hopped on. And I'm driving back to the airport. My bud's sitting there. And he's like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm playing poker. So I'm driving. I'm just going all in. I'm getting these suckers out. You guys are morons. Kevin, Notton, Jake, looking at you. Yeah, um. But in the end, the real MVP is Matt. I mean, absolutely. Matt, Matt carried Smith, not even himself, carried Smith to the, the promised land. I mean, honestly, Matt, Matt Davis, honestly, although he's the Sacco two times in a row, he might be the shining light of the league. You can always trust Matt Davis. He, he's yeah, going to come in hot. Really if smart. he tries in fantasy football, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he he is a winner of the Shiva. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty smart. Also, like, what a frat superstar, bro, move from Smith, getting a fucking pledge brother to play poker for you and then winning. Like, I would expect nothing smart. Less. Yeah. What do you mean? He just like he, had he, Matt. Play he just for he somehow convinced Matt that it was a good idea for him to play for him. Matt just wanted that to play. wasn't a pledge brother thing though. That's no, obviously joke. not. Oh, I think that was a good job, Ross. <laughs> Nothing Pledge. gets by Ross. That's not Nothing funny. Nothing gets by Ross. Matt's yeah. got a pledge. I was a I no, I mean, no. you just like, you get a pledge to fucking play poker. He wasn't you, even a pledge. All right, whatever. I'm done. I, whenever you have to explain a joke, it's bad. Because it's not a good joke. Agreed. Right, Anyways. Wait, I was trying. 
So we, Anyways, uh, I, I thought it was good. I thought I was going to get really bored. I'm kind of glad that Ross came in through a wrench in everyone's plans. But I'm fun. even more thrilled that I won. And I think this is going to segue nice, nicely into our next segment, yeah. which is that Kevin Josh, Davis released. Who did I pick? No, what, what pick are you? I'm because one. you won. Yeah, exactly. You're one. You won, yeah. and now you're one. Uh, yeah, I won and I'm one. Like, I'm 1-1. I'm, one, one. I'm 11, you know? Josh, I just have a question for you. Why didn't you take the 10th pick and keep Zeke? Because I can keep Kelsey. Okay. So, you get Kelsey in round two at pick 20. All right. Yep. And All then right. I get pick uh, uh, 21. Hey, man, with Tyree Kill out, Kelsey could be a fucking monster uh, again this year. Honestly. Exactly. So, now I get to go Zeke, uh, Kelsey, and I get pick 21, which is basically a second-round pick because everybody yeah. else has a – keeper in the first and second round yeah no, so fair enough. the way i nice. figure there's going to be tons of talent on the board three great picks who are consistent leaders and then you know we'll see what the cluster yeah ensues. so so for the for the people who are listening the our our order and how we picked has been decided we already picked where what we want for the draft and it goes josh then smith then myself then ross then cubby then jake then Tyler, then Matt, uh, and then uh, Kevin, and then Naughton. And, I mean, just Kevin Kevin always is going to have a bias ranking system, which is fine. You know, everyone always has a bias ranking system. No one is completely, uh, you know, no one, no one ever puts themselves at last. Let's just say that. There's always someone who they think could be worse. And Kevin puts himself at top. I don't know if I agree with that. I would probably either, I would probably either go you Josh or probably because you have you you have full control or it definitely be Naughton. No, you Naughton has Barkley at ten. If not, like Naughton has the best team going into the draft. He's got the best. Well, wait, 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 wait. I want to I want to back up even further here. So, so at the beginning of Kevin's video, he gives us a little like taste of some analytics he did, which were not very pretty good. spot on. I no, I thought some of them were pretty good. They were, but. He I said mean, that it doesn't definitively prove that certain positions are better. And I saw a few things that I think correlate to um, teams being better. One, the first overall pick actually does drastically improve your chances of winning yeah, Shiva. I know we does. only have three years of, of uh, data, but it actually proves that you get that first overall pick, you get a guaranteed winner. Granted, last year Kevin did not get a guaranteed winner, but he still won the Shiva somehow. Um, my fault. the first overall pick plays, yeah, your fault plays a huge role beyond that. It seven actually had a very, very good correlation of finishing. It was, I think it was like top four, which is incredible. So it looks like to me, one and seven are phenomenally better places to be in the draft. Granted, I think that us having a keeper league this year is going to shake things up a little bit. I think we're going to find that that first and 10th pick are very strong because especially if you can play your keeper to your advantage. Um, and then, and I, I just, I thought there was actually some value driven from those values. And I think he honestly could have taken, and you know, maybe I should have taken the time before the podcast and done this, but taking a step further and looked at some stats on, you know, league winners across multiple leagues. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that information's out there, but you know, why well, would I do that? I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing to, quantify because yeah we only have three we only have three years of like data that we've taken that we've done accurate accounts for because i mean we had 
we've had three other years prior to that. We had, you know, year zero, which was a travesty. And then, you know, year one, two, three, or year one, two, which we just don't have data on because we didn't do a 10 man yet. You know, we were only eight man, but like the, the year I won the league, it was, I, I picked, I picked second to last. I picked seven. And the year I won the Sacco, I picked second to last as well. Yeah. So like, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting thing that, I mean, being on the turn, whether, whether, I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, the first or second position or the nine and 10, there is always, if you can play your draft, right. And depending on how, who's in front, especially if you're nine and 10, who, who's picked in front of you, that first pick is so important, but I swear when you, when you, if you get, if you get, if you get that lucky bombshell, like I, like for instance, my luck, my, the guy who just carried my team was Antonio Brown. And it was one of those things that everyone in the league was dying over a running back. And I was like, well, right now running, drafting a running back right here is not very good. Why not? Why don't I get the best wide receiver in the league? If you have the best wide receiver in the league and they can consistently put up 20 plus points every single week, I mean, that's, that's worth it, but not every running, but not, but not every running back, even, even a top, even a top five running back doesn't always do that. So, so like, here's the thing for me and also, hold on. I just just to finish it off. Uh, and wide receivers like are good for like a 40 point game. Like the top wide receiver is good for a 40 point game. And you can't always say that about a running back unless they're the only running back. So like Saquon Barkley or Todd Gurley or Zeke. Did, so, did Zeke did Zeke have a thirty plus game at all this past season? Yeah. Oh yeah, he had a few. He had, he had two. two or three. Okay. So, so like the thing for me, and this is like what I'm <clears throat> kind of getting into, and I guess like I'll have like some of the stats to show it now. But so, like looking at the percentage of players that make the playoffs compared to like average draft draft position. So like last year. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, and I'm looking at like ESPN's stats on this for ESPN fantasy football leagues right now. So last year, the top out of like uh, the average draft position of being in the top ten, only three of those players were in fifty percent or more of rosters for getting into the playoffs. And those players, those, those players would be Gurley, Alvin Kamara, and Saquon Barkley. All right. So here, are like in the top like five, reading it off of like so, this is the player, the percentage of leagues in which he made the playoffs, and their average draft position. So you ready for this? James Conner, seventy six percent. 110. Bears defense, 70%, 137. Spencer Ware, 68% undrafted. Tyler Boyd. Spencer 60, Ware? Yeah. Tyler Boyd, really? 65% I believe that. undrafted. Philip Lindsay, 63% undrafted. Nick Chubb, 61%, 130. Aaron Jones, 60.5%, uh, 133. And then we get to our first good player, Christian McCaffrey, uh, who was. Uh, in 60%, like the playoffs for 60% of leagues. And then he, his ADP was 18. And so, so it's, it's all about those value. guys, three of those it's, guys on my fucking team. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't make the playoffs. yeah and where were you? I know, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, Spence, Spencer, Ware, Spencer Ware makes sense though, but not because he's going to be in an active roster. He's just going to sit on the bench. Well, Spencer Ware made sense because Kareem Hunt was out at that point of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Lindsay also makes sense. The guy became a solid running back in like week Phillip three. Lindsay? and. Philip Lindsay, sorry, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think James Conner is straightforward. The next on the list, I didn't, the next three on the list mm-hmm. were George Kittle, Pat Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill. 
But I okay. Uh, going back, not to Kittle's a great pickup. Yeah, not to not to skip over what you just said, but I, yeah. I think it I think it's kind of relevant. Um, in, in especially when we're talking about Spencer Ware, uh, I think Kevin was so fucking dumb for saying that the waiver only bad teams pick up people off the waiver. Why? I feel like well, he meant picks he meant bad as in. You lost you get first your first pick. three weeks. Yeah, and I, I I agree to some extent, but yeah, there's always some. There's like, always some. Guy. There's 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 someone like uh, I think his name was Josh Allen for the Philadelphia Eagles. I picked him up like week thirteen, and that guy ended up. I mean, he granted he only played for we only had a few more weeks um, to play, but I mean, there's always somebody who's on the waiver wire that's an up and comer that's somewhere on a team somewhere in the league gets traded gets dropped that there's availability that being said i i do agree with kevin when he said the first three weeks if you lose you get a huge advantage because guess what guys are coming into their own guys are still finding their positions in that nfl like there's all i mean how many what what's the percentage of rosters that are undrafted free agents that make up a team granted i know most are linemen but there's still position players like Lindsay, for example that i said earlier who came out of nowhere and ended up being unreal players in the nfl uh, yep. Josh Adams is on this list too. He was at forty nine point six percent. So I mean, like, like I mean, yeah, so like, so I don't know. I just going like, off what going off what Kevin said though. It is kind of hard to make a definitive. Oh, this pick is obviously the best because everything Kobe just read and everything we've been saying proves for the fact that you win your fantasy league during the year or with your waiver pickups or late round value. Like Jake Kerr, oh, absolutely. if he didn't pick Patrick Mahomes in the sixteenth round. His team would have been a fraction of how good. Like Patrick yeah. Mahomes put up yeah. forty points three times, I think, last Same. year. So and top keeper. by the well, and by the way, uh, Tyler, there's no way Tyler would have made the playoffs without James Conner. Yeah, and like oh, no, yes, no shot. Tyler, Tyler did get Todd, Gurley. and that's technically a waiver. Yeah, it 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 was. I'm like, yeah, like he had Todd Gurley, who was a beast last year, but I mean. He collapsed at the he collapsed at the end, and Tyler was not Tyler was not for sure in the playoffs you're until right. week sixteen. Yeah, or not week sixteen. Of, no, week, week 14, thirteen. Yeah. No, yeah, 14, yeah, you're right. But I mean, like, still, like the evidence is like all those players. Like you think of where they were taking in the draft, if at all, and then you think of how good they were last year. Like, yeah, right. I mean, those are the guys that are going to make your roster really good. And like that, like so, that's what I was saying. In like the sense that the reason why my roster was good last year is because. George Kittle and Cooper Cup were like insane value for where I got them. And so you actually segue me into a conversation I want to kind of have real quick is value is kind of what fantasy football is based on. Mm -hmm. It's based on where you can draft somebody, what their actual point production is going to be and how they're going to actually be able to play on your team because you might have five guys who are going to put up nine points, but that doesn't help you if you don't pick the one guy who's going to pop off. So and th- th- it also kind of plays into the whole keeper league. So how many guys did you guys draft last year that were on your roster at the end of the year? Because think, that to me is very important. I think I was I at think, somewhere around seven. I, I think, think I, I might have had the I think most. I Holy had shit, seven only, is high. I think I only had Marlon Mack. I think you're right. I want to say it was like Mack and one more. I'm pretty I, sure that Drew and I had like some of the most in the league. Yeah, uh, I can try and pull it up. That that that's pretty atypical for me, though. I I rarely I rarely get rid of players, you know. I always even if they get hurt or something, I I don't tend to drop them. I tend to think that they're going to come back unless it's like a oh he 
you know, has done his, you know, Achilles or something like yep. he's done something crazy. But I, I don't, I mean, I don't get rid of anyone really, but I, I think I had about seven cause I still, I had all of my, I had my top four wide receivers on my team the entire time. I kept my two, uh, I kept my two quarterbacks that I had cousins in and uh, golf. Well, actually I had more than that. I had nine cause I kept both. I kept my kicker the entire time. The, the guy, I think I changed, my, I, think I changed my kicker every week. I had, I had Zucker and then I had Ertz and then I also had Kirian Johnson. So I had 10, I had wow. 10 keepers or people at, so yeah. Cause I ended, I, would, I ended the year with three and I like, cause I went back and looked at it and I was like, well, that fucking sucks because honestly the, the key, the people you draft are, is where your true value is. And it's those late drafts because yeah. as it, with our league, how we're doing our keeper is obviously it's ADP for guys you pick up on waiver and trade for. So it doesn't help you that much to be like, Oh, I want to keep this guy unless he's going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah. And uh, I think, I mean, mm, I have a question for cubby. Yeah. Um, because you're, cause you're keeping Ridley. Yeah. Is the idea that if, is the idea that you'll be able to keep Ridley for, cause like the, I've kind of switched my mindset about keeping, I want to keep Kirion Johnson because I think, you know, on the, you know, if we follow his trajectory by the time it's my like final season of being able to keep him. Cause I get to keep him what three times. Yeah. It's three times. Yeah. So I get to keep him three times mm-hmm. by, by his final season that I'm able to keep him. I bet he's, a, I bet easily he's a top six, seven running back. Yeah. No, I mean, he's you know, an opera. He's an Auburn grad and Auburn grad suck in the pros. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Cam Newton. All right. Um, so I mean, I, like, haven't thought that far, but, like, looking at all, uh, like, my options, and for the record, I'm looking at the league homepage. Jerome impressed. You remembered all 10. You actually did have 10 draftees still on your roster. Mm-hmm. And then Notables, not had nine. I had eight. Um, or Kevin, our league champion, had uh, two, which were Aaron Rodgers and Devontae you, Adams. You know what? You're at what you just said, how you, ha- you me, and Naughton all had the highest. Yeah. That's because we, I think, honestly, we can correlate that to, I mean, I'm pretty atypical. I keep my players, but we were, we were the best, we were the best three teams in the league <laughs> in the first, in, in the first five weeks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yes. okay. That's true. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is true. Yeah. It's very true. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, honestly, like I kept and we, winning and we kept and our people. I kept, kept winning and people. like, I was trying to trade with people and no one would give me a deal I liked besides Jake, which I made a bad deal, but also at the time I thought Delvin Cook wouldn't be hurt for another four weeks. We thought he was coming back that week. Um, yeah, we'll I, see I mean, if he's like, actually going to come back this year. Looking at like all my options, I mean, like I think I took Delvin Amari, Coop, to I took, like, Amari Cooper in like the fifth yeah, or the fourth. He's healthy. So okay. I can get him like in the third or fourth. I mean, that's like my only other option. I have Matt Ryan in like the. I think I could get Matt Ryan in the twelfth round. Um, but I think I can get a better QB earlier. And so, like, Ridley is projected to go in the seventh round. I get him in the 13th. So, like, he's hands down my best value pick. And the fact that he's a second-year so, helps, but... Here's yeah, why I, boys, I, I 100% disagree that's with a good you question, here, Cubby. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I 100% disagree with you just for the reason that I think once you kind of get to, like, the seventh to 10th round picks, those are guys you're going you're gonna to pick. You're going to pick them, and you're going to look at them, look at them and go... This is a great fucking pick, but it might not be because you know these are guys who are your wide receiver twos, wide receiver threes. Like they're 
their plan may change. They may have a new OC. They may have a new like uh, head coach. Like I just don't know if those guys are actually going to get the value that you're looking for. I really think you need to narrow your scope of keeper to the first five rounds because those guys are truly going to be your tight end. They're going to be your wide receiver one, wide receiver two for sure. They're going to be your running backs one, one, running backs two, probably your first three rounds are those keepers for running backs. And then, you know what, you might have a tight end or uh, like a, a quarterback in there. I, so I, I just Josh, I don't think your keepers should should stretch that much further. I, I agree hey, real quick, to real, extent, real. but disagree at the same time. Hold on. Let me the, let me get my let uh, me get. OK, um, so based off that logic, Josh, if you're me. I can get Julio with the sixth pick in the second round. So I should do that instead of Marlick Mack in the 12th. That doesn't really make sense. Mm, where's Mar- I don't know Marlon Mack that well. Where's he on the depth chart? Marlon he's Mack, in the 60s, isn't he? He's, like he's a, in the 50s. I think 50s. he's like 55 or something like that. So, but I can get, get him with my 11th round. But, but depth he's chart value. on his team. What, where's his depth chart on his team? Half the touches. He's, first in, the, he's first in the depth chart, but yeah, there's the Nigel Hines and Spencer Ware. And where would you get Julio? Uh, late second round. Yeah, but he'd get Marlon Mack in the 11th. Yeah, but at that point, though. But that's I what I'm get, saying. What I'm saying but, is, but, is that... but think about the think about this though. In the long run, so I, I get what Josh is saying because in the long run, who's going to benefit you more? A running back that splits carries in the 11th, or Julio Jones when he's an 11th pick, 11th overall guy, like top three wide receiver, getting him late second round. Okay, I, I would honestly, I would go Julio personally, just because that's guaranteed points in your pocket. I think the right. Falcons have a big bump, like jump back year. Um, and like, and, I mean, and, you're, 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 you're wavering, you're, you're guessing that who, cause your guys, Marlon Mack sounds like he's going to be, uh, splitting touches. You're, you're guessing that he's not going to go in the wrong direction and that he might not become the third back in that list. Cause it sounds like he could slide pretty easily. Oh, and and I'd go the safe bet. Hold on. It's also tough there. because, cause Indianapolis has said nothing other than the fact they want Marlon Mack to be their workhorse and have done the exact opposite to show that this off season, they, Drafted defensive players. They have Andrew Luck, and they signed another running back. So I just feel like that doesn't show that they're wanting to have Marlon Mack as their star so, running back. So yeah, you're you're in a very specific situation now. What about what about someone like me? I drafted Antonio Brown in the first round, and although it's not Julio Jones in the second, but with that logic, it's like okay, do I want to play Antonio Brown? Well, no, but because you to- drafted. Because you drafted Antonio Brown in the first round, you have to use your first Ex- round pick on him. Exactly. So it wouldn't make so any sense. And I don't. And I don't have my second round draft anymore because I drafted Christian McCaffrey and I got laughed at by Kevin. He said that was a horrible pick. Fucking. And then he. And then he was like, "Oh, it's mind games." No, you actually thought it was a horrible pick at the time. And I. I've always liked. I've always liked Christian McCaffrey, and yet I still let him go because I'm fucking stupid. But. I, like, what about for someone like me? My situation doesn't really – is not conducive for it because my next – my third rounder was was Diggs, and then my fourth rounder was Ertz, who getting Ertz in the third isn't bad, but I think he would come naturally anyway. And I w- certainly wouldn't want Stefan Diggs in the second round. He's a so great, here's, no, here's, great wide here's receiver, my point but for I wouldn't you, want Drew. Here's, here's my point for you, Drew, is you know I'm keeping Kelsey. Okay, and that means that Ertz is the only other besides maybe Kittle and Witten, if you're ballsy, the only other tight end in this draft that is decent. 
I think personally, you take Ertz in the third, decent third round pick. He's he's projected to go in the third right now, anyways. Um, and I think you fucking take your chance in the first round because I don't think Bell is a great value. We oh, don't no. know what the fuck he's gonna produce. Not not and gonna I, draft and, Bell. And I, but no, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I don't think you keep Bell. I think you 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 fucking take your chances. You see who's available. Bell. Is oh you oh yeah oh yeah you traded him. All right, so yeah. I mean like. I think you keep Ertz then. I, I honestly no, think that's your I, best pick. I, I don't think that ma- I don't think I don't think that makes sense. Well, he could get Ertz probably anyways because Smith is going to be so Smith that yeah, I should there's be no way there's no way there's, there's no way Smith takes a tight end so let me in the first let me clarify what I said. I think you keep somebody who is going to get drafted in the first five rounds. You necessarily didn't get them in the first five rounds the previous year, but you're gonna. Dr- they would be drafted for sure in the first five rounds. Well, Keir, I think it's Keir, a sliding scale. I think dra- I think running backs first three rounds is your keeper range. Uh, wide receivers are first four rounds, and quarterbacks and tight ends are your first five rounds. Kerryon Johnson is projected to go thirty sixth overall. Yeah, that's value, Drew. That's yeah, exactly. That's good. I, it's it's not. I I think there's I think there's really no debating. I think Jared Goff is a fucking bum. I. I know he he's a gen, he's a he's a he's a pretty boy trying to, trying to play quarterback in LA. It makes he's, sense. He's gonna get his. He's gonna die. He's gonna he's gonna have a career ending injury. He's not gonna <laughs> retire of. He's not gonna retire because he's old. He's gonna have a career ending in, injury. He's gonna have and a Joe Feisman. Just a exactly. good old Joe Feisman. Josh, I, I agree with your logic, but like I'm getting a seventh round pick in the thirteenth round. All right, boys. I mean, uh, but like, yeah. and, and like, I I totally understand what you're saying, Cubby. But here's yeah. the thing. You don't know that he's gonna pay off. No, I don't. Like you don't. You don't know that he's gonna get play time. You don't know that he's gonna produce points. Well, he's he might. Pro- he might produce an average of like four points a game. He might honestly uh, yeah, have a few I mean, games possibly. where he gets thirteen points and a few games where he gets twenty points, and the rest of the games he gets four. Yeah. I just don't think that you. I think a keeper is somebody you keep because they are for sure bet you're gonna get points from them. Otherwise, you're kind of just wasting it. So. Yeah. That's fair, but like I think I can get a better pick than Camara at one five. I mean, like no. I would have taken Camara at one ten if I was going to do that. Who are you going to get at five? I disagree because three of those running backs are gone. Because Tyler's keeping Todd Gurley. No, Kevin's I actually, keeping. I, by the way, <clears throat> I don't. I don't think Tyler's going to keep Todd Gurley. You know why? Because I is. think no, because I think Connor Connor was projected in the third round, and he would be second. So he would be a second round pick. I think it would make more sense for Tyler not to keep Gurley and keep Connor and How get him. Connor be projected in the third round if, if he is because, no, I agree because it because it was based off of it's based off of uh um it's based off of like where he would have fallen if like something yeah. happened and since it's ADP yeah yeah and since he and since uh, Tyler picked him up before our metaphorical deadline about when you can't have dude James Connor projected thirteen right now. No, I understand that, but he, but James Conner should not be a first round keeper. No, the the rule that we have second boys, round. Like he's a second round. Through. So it would make more sense. It would make more sense for him to have him as a second round keeper than or keep have him keep uh, Conner and then kind of let bygones be or let sleeping dogs lie and hope that he gets Todd Gurley because Todd Gurley's not keeper worthy right now. We have yeah, we have no idea kind of what's going that. on. We have no idea what's going on with Todd Gurley. Yeah, he no, could be. Why do, why, do, why do we say that about Todd Gurley? I feel like Todd Gurley's gonna be fine. 
I, dude, well, Todd he, Gurley also didn't really play the last five weeks of the season. He was in the he goddamn played, like, Super what, Bowl. Five they downs? didn't even use him. Yeah. They, and he's uh, got like he's got bad knee problems. Stan, like they're getting like multiple opinions on it. Stan Kroenke is doing some shady ass shit, not telling anyone what's going on with him because, I mean, that's the owner of the Rams. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on because everyone's like, oh, he's totally fine. Well. You're not going to use the best running back that, you know, the NFL had seen in a while in the fucking Super Bowl against the Patriots, who were, quite frankly, not very good. I mean, it was a, it was a rough Super Bowl. To say that the New England Patriots weren't very good after they won the Super Bowl. Oh, my Bowl God. You know, what, you, you, you know what I mean. They weren't. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, you know. It wasn't like a New England Patriots Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. Or Clearly Eagles. Two in, or Eagles, right. Clearly those teams are the best teams in the league. I get what you're saying. But, it, boys, I think we have exhausted. I, 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 have one, I have one question. I have one final question. Besides Cubby, because well, I know that I know that would be a question that we would say. Who, who do you think has – who do you think is going to have the worst draft? Smith. Well, okay, I don't think, well, I, let's, let's – wait, we got two things I want to talk about first. Um, let's, let's talk about bad drafts. First, but then let's also jump into Kevin's rankings. I actually do want to discuss that a little bit. Why? Just so you can jerk yourself off? (laughs) No, because I want to shit on it. Um, But for worst draft, why do you think Smith? You know what? Why do you think Smith? Yeah, why do you think Smith? Because Smith is a trash can. What do you mean? The guy hasn't been sober in six years. I feel like, dude, the last time he attended a draft. He did okay at the draft. Well, actually, no. The second to last time he attended a draft, he did okay. Yeah. Or was it third? I don't know. Whatever's going oh. on, I don't know. But, but I think, we lost Ross. I think, I think Smith, because he's going to be at the draft, he has an amazing draft position. He's not being tied down by a, a keeper because I don't think he can keep anyone. <laughs> 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 you know? I don't know what's going on, but I, I don't think Smith is going to have that bad. Personally, I you know who I think is going to have a really bad draft? Jake. I think Jake is in a real uh, – So Jake's draft was, like, was not too great this past past year. No, I agree. I think Jake yeah, – I think, great. again, I think pound for pound. I but think that, Jake, was, that was female influence. This year there will be no chicks. Yeah, true. But uh, I, also, I, also think, I also think Jake pound for pound might be the best uh, – Oh, he is pound for pound the best um, fantasy football player we have. He's never won the Shiva, but he has the best. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change your aggregate. mind on that. I he think the, I am. He has the best. Yeah, okay. He has the best <laughs> aggregate uh, percentage of making to the playoffs, and he always has the highest uh, playoff spot. Who is this? Uh, Jake. 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 Jake is the best pound for pound fantasy football player we have, but I think he's gonna have a bad draft. That does not mean I think he's gonna have a bad season. I still think he'll have a great season because he's Jake. I'll I'll keep mine short. Kevin, Shiva curse. That's it. Oh, good. I like that. I like that. That's fair. Um, I think Ross. I'm sorry, big boy. I think you totally fuck it up with the draft. Whoa! I got I got I got I got no fucking faith right now. (laughs) See, you're gonna fucking botch that shit. You're gonna be fucking it up. I I hear that. (laughs) But last year was my shit draft because Le'Veon Bell. Fucked me in the ass. That's a so one that's, bad pick. He's saying that's the first overall pick. Yeah, but the first overall. My my can... draft last year was pretty fucking terrible. Like if hey, we man. go back, you already you already got Marlon Mack. 
I'm just saying only keeper selection, and you lost your uh, 12th round pick, so off to yeah, that start. I, I, I'm calling it. Samuelson's going to get a fantastic 12th round pick from one of them, and Ross is going to be real like saucy about that. And I think, uh, I mean, you're you're choosing between Julio Jones and Marlon Mack. You're, you already lost your season, Ross. Honestly, Wait, Julio Cubby, Jones is a great Cubby, fucking wide receiver. Cubby, yeah, you need you need to you need to draft a rookie in one of those twelve. Okay, Ooh. actually, so fun fact, if you if you look at my draft board, uh, like twelve down last year, I pretty much picked all rookies. I picked Ridley. I picked Nick Chubb. Um, yeah, I, I mean, picked, like, a, I was just playing for like keeper potential. It's a, it's a very smart idea. Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably just gonna take like a I get a free QB in the twelfth round. Is kind of how I'm looking at that. So well, that's fair. That's, that's yeah, another that's good thing. I get a free fair. QB. Yeah. All right, Josh, uh, talk Ross. about your issue with uh, Kevin's rankings. Oh, I mean, honestly, I don't love that Kevin gave himself first overall. I, I don't either. Think. That's fucking. I, I really. It, it, but like, let me let me let me say why. I don't think Kevin one has that great of a keeper. Like any way you look at it, like. Not fantastic. Um, beyond that, he totally fucked up poker night. He doesn't have a great pick in the draft this year. I think we're going to see a big sway um, with keepers. Uh, I think the the either like the very beginning or very end of our draft orders are going to very much benefit. Um, and I think the first round of like waivers is definitely going to be impacted by that. Um, I, I just I didn't love uh, Kevin giving himself one overall. I kind of understand him giving Jake. I think Jake got two overall. Whoever the fuck is no. slapping their microphone, um, stop. It, hey, was, Drew, um, Chip it was Mc, Chip mixed a lot. Cut that shit out. I'm eating pistachios, and it was Naughton who got second overall. You're, it was Naughton. I, I, I don't hate Naughton getting that. Naughton um, should be first. Saquon. I, I think he should, probably should be first. He's going to get Saquon um, and OBJ for his first two picks. That's a disgusting um, team. Yeah, but we don't know how OBJ is actually going to play out up there. They have a lot of really talented wide receivers, and we don't yeah, know. I, I don't know Freddie Kitchens. Landry's unreal. I don't know yeah. how Freddie Kitchens actually coaches either. I don't know how Chubb's going to be utilized. I, I, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be generous points. Yeah, Kareem Hunt as well, um, which is week five or six. It's a busy – it's just a busy offense. It yeah, there's going to be the dilution. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um I, I think Jake's always going to have a good team, period. Um, I don't disagree with, I think, me being four. I think that's where I was. Um, just because I really do think me going the one-two punch of, if I, I'm keeping Kelsey, great. That's awesome for me in the second round. And then I don't, I mean, we'll see who's who I want to go with on draft day. I think a lot's going to change before now and then. But first overall pick is, is fucking awesome. It's not going to be David Johnson. I could tell you that. You can just take um, Zeke again. I mean, I, I think Zeke's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Um, but the Cowboys kind of scare the shit out of me every now and then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, man, Jason Whitney's back. They're fun. Yeah. Jason Whitney back is going to be interesting. Um, I, I think, you know, mixing it up between Ross, Drew, um, and uh, Matt and, like, and Smith is, like, kind of fair. Um, I would say I think Drew and uh, and Ross are going to fall towards that 5-6 kind of area. Mm-hmm. And I think that Matt and Smith are definitely going to fall kind of towards that bottom part. And then Covey, honestly, buddy, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Marlon Mack. I don't think is a great pick. No, Ridley, I, I really don't Ridley, see the Ridley. Or, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, Ridley. Really no um, I don't think Ridley's. I, I, I just I don't see the value in keeping someone in the seventh round unless you're Jake, who's keeping Mahomes in the seventeenth or whatever. Um, I just don't see keeping someone whose value 
is outside the top five rounds yeah. personally. And, I mean, uh, and, 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 and I get it. I get it makes sense. But at the same time, it's risk. like I just don't see it. It's, it's very high risk. There might be some reward there. Um, the fifth overall pick, I just – I don't see it. If you were, had the choice, I would have gone way higher um, just because, you know what, you're not – the top four picks are, are fucking huge. And then it kind of tapers off really in this year. I don't know what the fuck Tyler's smoking, saying, you know, seven is where he wanted to be. I also don't know if Tyler is actually going to be in our league this year. I really kind of think he might drop. So that's all I got to say on that. That's I, right. We got Miles. He's a better owner anyway. All right, boys. I, I don't think Miles is going to do it. We'll have Gentlemen. to get his cousin. Uh, let's just. Ho- I just want. I just want to say. I hope Tyler does not drop. Oh God, no! He makes the league so fun. He does make the league a lot of fun. Nothing like saying a trade offer to Tyler. Hey, Tyler, looking for a running back. Looking at your running back too. Yeah, send me your best play on your roster. All right, talk to you later, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Pretty much, boys. This has been an extensive talk about fantasy football. And might I say, it has been absolutely fantastic. And I desperately miss it, so it feels good. But something very, very dramatic happened today. Drew, Wojo had a contract extension signed today. And we, us and our listeners know about how you feel about Wojo. Just tell me what's going on through your mind. Okay, well, Steve Wojciechowski has been to... Uh, in his five years of being the coach at Marquette, uh, he has been to the NCAA tournament twice. Uh, and he lost both first round games. Nice. Uh, and he's, a, a, you know, that makes him automatically a trash bag of a human. The fact that he's only been to, uh, to the NCAA tournament twice in five years for Marquette, which is a historic basketball team. We have the likes of Dwayne Wade, you know, uh, Doc Rivers, you know, uh, extensive Jay, Crow- Jay Crowder, Jimmy Butler, an extensive list of excellent NBA talent that comes out of there. We had great players this year, um, you know, and he just was unable to utilize it. The guy can't coach like the last 20 minutes. He can't coach the last half of any game ever. He's horrible. Once another team figures out what's going on, they dismantle us every single time. We just have to pray and hope that we had enough points going into the half that we'd be fine. And, or some player would be clutch or whatever. Well, so what Marquette does is that they decide, okay, Wojo, you haven't won a NCAA tournament game. You choked the conference away uh, by losing your last five games. And you lost as the conference to, our bitter current rival, which is Villanova. And then uh, that's pretty shitty. And then we also lost Sam Hauser and Joey Hauser, who are now the number one uh, transfer duo. They're, they're like the one in three or whatever. So you'd think with all this travesty of, you know, this travesty and this dumpster fire of a fucking coaching staff, you'd think Marquette would have the fucking decency to fire this fucking idiot holy shit but no what do they do what do they do they give him a contract extension of three fucking years i have to deal with this fucker for five more years it's ridiculous fuck him fuck wojo fuck marquette whoever's deciding this if it's our fucking president fuck him if it's the athletic director fuck him too the provost fuck him if it's the librarians fuck him i don't give a fuck (laughs) this is this is fucking ridiculous 
How this fucker is still at this school is horrible. The guy is a great recruiter, and I think if you got in an actual coach and just kept him on the team as a recruiter, it would be amazing. The guy can fucking jerk off a player to get him to come to Marquette, but he can't get him to stay, and he can't get him to play well. And that's the most important part. Jerking off the people who make the decisions because I don't know how he's getting the extension either. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He has had he has nothing to show for it. Oh wait, we had three wins in the NIT and we are in the semifinals of the NIT. Well, guess what? No one fucking watches the NIT. I What's did. that even stand for? Uh, it's the North Indiana no. Transvestites. May Ooh. maybe actually I said no at first, but that actually might be it. No, it's hey, like the national intercollegiate tournament. It's like it's like it's like the Europa League to the Champions League in soccer. It's like the it's like the the off brand, and it's yeah, just, so it's it's just a ooh, money. it's like Chinese Adidas. Yeah, it's just the money grab. It's, <laughs> it's a double it's a double off brand. It's just the money grab. It, the NIT is designed for uh, the big teams that didn't make the NCAA, like the big money schools, like Texas or what have you. They go to or the Al- NIT Alabama. or Alabama. Alabama yeah. NIT mainstay. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, These big true. schools that have a lot of money, they give it to a but whatever. So he's best you want to do successes. some like soggy sorrows or something, like oh. pour water over yourself and rant Dude, about this. Or... I already, I already cried in the shower. I clutched my knees. <laughs> I was, I'm devastated, man. Hashtag I'm fire wojo. Fuck. Honestly, em. what I've learned from this rant is, and, and I kind of always suspected this a little bit of Drew, is that he's into granny librarians. That's what I got from this. You just you love talking about granny librarians. All I got from this is literally that... the first time I ever said anything about a librarian, but whatever. All, right. All, All I got from this is that the worst guy must make a fucking damn good sandwich or some type of breakfast, bring in donuts every day because there's no reason to keep this guy around for three more years. Gentlemen, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's a munchkin guy for sure. All right, Gentlemen, so hold on, hold on. I just want to, I want to, what do I put in the group me every day, Drew? I put fire woge and who? Fire Stan. Hashtag fire Stan. Stan? And uh, has, hashtag fire Tyler. That, that's, that's been a new development. We can get into that later. <laughs> hashtag fire Stan. Because Stan Bowman, I swear to God, has to be the dumbest, most overpaid, hanging on by his daddy's balls. I don't even fucking know. Worst GM I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Because he thinks the Blackhawks, how they were this year, are good enough to bring the same team back and make the playoffs. So this doesn't make any sense. Like, one, you got like $12 million in cap space to hang around with. That's either one superstar or two very good players. Two, it is true that the Blackhawks didn't have the worst defense in the league. They had the next to worst defense in the league. So they got to work on that. Nice. It's Stan Bowman is wasting the greatest, second greatest, Chicago sports athlete's prime of his life and the greatest American-born hockey player. They're just wasting their careers. It's just embarrassing. It makes me so upset. I hate them. You sad? Are you a sad boy? I'm so upset because this dude has the third overall pick, and I know he's just going to fucking blow it. I know I, it. He's going to take think... some fucking scrub from some middle-of-nowhere Canadian village who has great potential playing a bunch of five-foot-three Eskimos all the time. Just, I just I just want to remind you, when Coach Q was fired and I was upset and Josh was upset, 
You were the one who was like, I think it might be time, boys. You literally you know said what? something I, along I, that I, line. I, I still, this is going to sound sacrilegious and you guys are going to hate me, but I don't, I don't hate the firing. I don't. I, I, if fuck you look you. At Just how, fuck you. No, Ross, fuck Let me finish what I'm saying. No, let me, fuck hey, you. Can, can you, no, fuck who, you. Who's good Seriously, on that Canes team? Coach Q's got them playing like they're going to win a Stanley Cup within well, just joining the team this year. Coach Q hasn't actually coached since he got fired. But that's a good try. Um, I thought he was I thought he was talking about the Canes. No. No, no, no. no. He oh, just got okay. hired by the Florida Panthers. But the Florida yeah, Panthers yeah, have he's, he's a jungle cat. He's a jungle cat now. Got but it. the Florida Panthers have an absolutely star-studded cast, so that's going to be pretty sweet. It's pretty much like They got Luongo the, still. The the literally the Florida Panthers are the Chicago Blackhawks and t- 2009. It, it's pretty much the exact same thing. They're but coming. The point. They're up and Let coming. Me, they're coming. They're watch out. They got two stud defensemen. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm right not coming because we don't have the Florida Panthers talent. But let me. Coach just, Q's coming all over their backs. Coach. Ugh, ugh. Uh, you, hey, it's how you Jesus. coach, man. Um, Dude, that's, a, that's, a, that's called a comeback right there. Nice. Yeah. If I want my comeback, I get off your mom's face, something like that. There we go. Um, yeah. There Coach Colton. I get it from the back of your mom's throat because it's actually back from her throat. So that's okay. Christ. Can we stop this, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coach, Coach Colton actually did really well with the shit rot. Like, he had some AHLers, which for the listeners that don't know, is the minor league system of hockey, Central American Hockey League. He has some solid AHLers on the ice playing the National Hockey League. And he made – like, the thing of the Blackhawks – in January, February, and March, Josh, they were incredible, and that was all Coach Colton. So I don't hate the fire. We'll give Coach. We'll give Coach Colton a summer with the boys. He's supposed to be like Deshaun McVay of hockey coaches. He's thirty. He's younger than Brent Seabrook and Duncan Keith out there. So we'll see what. I'm happens. okay with that. I, I don't. I don't hate. I. This is, and I love Coach Q, and I miss Coach Q. But Colton's doing a pretty fucking good job, so I don't hate it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know why you're mad at the Blackhawks GM when the Bulls are still under the same management, but that's just me. I agree. I, 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 Real quick. NBA sucks. No, go ahead. NBA sucks. That's I, all. I mean, if you don't have four all-NBA players, you can't win the championship, and only one team has that. So who cares? Yeah. Well, only one team in history has had that and at the point it, right now. But that's, that's what's going on right now. I, I mean, before then, you had to have three all-NBA players. I got that four. Actually, they have five, really, because DeMarcus Cousins, Draymond Green. Yeah, he's played. out now, though. Yeah, whatever. He hasn't played all year. Poor guy. Feel bad for him. At least he got to pay. DeMarcus Cousins, what a He only got paid like $5 million this year. What a year. fucking moron. This guy could have got paid $30 million this year just to get hurt all year and not even play. Instead, he's only getting paid $5 million. He's not even – what a dick. I mean, he's going to get paid next year. Is he so hasn't fine. played all year. I'm not paying the guy. I, it doesn't matter. He's that fucking yeah, good. I just don't. Eh. I'm a big. I'm a. Speaking of that good, uh, Damian Miller. If you have a chance to watch him, absolutely he's ridiculous. Unreal. He's better than Kyrie now. I think he's unreal. Yeah, he's well. He's just been really hot. Like when he gets hot, he is better than everyone else in the game, and he is on fire right now. Kyrie's still a dog, but that Celtics team is just—they just shot. Yeah, yeah let's go Bucks here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bucks. You know Giannis is playing so you, good too. You, you said this. 
the man. Giannis. You said this on the last podcast where you think Giannis has the potential to be the best player of all time, and I shit all over you. Mm. I I take that back. Giannis. He's so good. No one can stop him. It's physically impossible. The dude is all over the place. If he if he wanted to, and I mean this, like he could literally probably score eighty points without a problem. Like just no, there's. I mean, they just. They just like did, they did what the Cavs did with LeBron. They put three point shooters around Giannis. Right. And it's fucking unstoppable. The guy yeah. either gets in, it in a way. It in a way, three. if Giannis, it's ridiculous. If I think if Giannis, you know, just w- had a little bit more of a three point game, I think he, he would definitely be in that conversation. Well, he's twenty four. No, he, he no, no, you're he right. Need you're, it. You're he doesn't right. need he doesn't it on that need team, it on the team. He does yeah. not he's need also, it on the team. But in terms he's of also like twenty four, so he has yeah, time true. to learn. He does. But his wingspan is also like six four. So I, yeah, but he, he's not, I mean, he's not four. KD. He's like, seven four. So it's got to be hard to shoot. He, he, he's not KD. Well, KD couldn't hit a fucking yeah. shot last night to save his life. He looked at Steph. So. Oh, well, uh, KD might be the second no, best player. No, LeBron time, is better so. than KD. Uh, finals Come on, record, you can't talk uh, about only the finals record. Look at LeBron in those when finals. When we say shit like. Look at the stats for Kevin Durant. I'm, has. I'm taking Le- I'm taking LeBron today over Kevin Durant. LeBron, I would, I would, I would I'd rather build my I would team only do that because KD. of attitude. But he, oh, okay. But I mean, we're kind just of looking a, at dude. Um, LeBron think this year averaged twenty eight, eight and eight. Like, come on, that's ludicrous. I'm actually fuck it. I'm taking I'm taking Kawhi overall. There. Oh, I yeah. Have you have you watched have. Kawhi play with the Raptors? This dude's on a yeah. you're taking you wait 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 you're taking Kawhi over Giannis? <laughs> no, no, but like okay, no. K- KD well, also Giannis. And by the way, I remember having a conversation last year where I said if I was going to build an NBA team around one player in the league, I would have built it around Giannis last year. And guess what? Giannis is fucking evolved, huh? Uh, okay, yeah. 80, 80 or Giannis. I would not build around AD. It's a it, you can't win with a power forward or this... I would build around AD nah, in a fucking no heartbeat. Shot. That dude's not a power forward. He is so good. That's why he's always in the playoffs, right? I. I mean, go look at that man's roster. Uh, it's not an issue for Giannis. Dude, Chris, okay, Chris Middleton's way, 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 way better than what people give him credit for, and Drew Bledsoe is an absolute stud. Uh, literally, all Anthony Davis had was. Um, his own butts, butts yeah, right? Drew Holiday, uh, two-way player. Hey, Drew uh, Holiday, Holiday. yeah, Drew that's all he a, had. Probably should have been an all-star this year. Good, Drew, Drew Holiday probably should really have been. He had Nikola Mirotic, who's good. No, yeah, he can't play. No defense. one can play. All right, as much NBA. as I love the NBA, I think <laughs> we can move on from the NBA because honestly, I don't want to talk about the NBA anymore. So all right, so I'm over it. Yeah. So that being said, who do you think is going to win the NBA finals? Yeah, Golden State. Okay, fuck off. Um, we okay, stay? so so moving on. I have a question. Do we want to move on to more sports? Because I think I think we need a little quick break before we go on to our last topic, or do we want to try to go into a perhaps kind of funny topic? What happened to the hour limit? We said, yeah, fuck it. you know, shut up, Cubby. Oh, okay, I love it. Love we don't it. we don't have limits. I just really didn't want Ross going on some goddamn long rant about something which he already did. So <laughs> whatever. That was that was next level. Yeah, it's, it's okay. So, so okay. It's so currently, passion. yeah, he does, but it's fine. Well, yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to a kind of a funny topic real quick. So my question is, you know, currently there's some like 
kind of, I'm going to call them social wars going on in the world. I'm going to say gender is a huge thing. You know, should girls and guys be able to pee in the same bathroom? You know, women, should they be considered the same as men? So my question is, what do you think the next war is going to be that's social? The next thing that people are going to get on their pedestal and everyone's going to roll their goddamn eye. Oh, my fucking God. What the fuck do you think it's going to be? This is is great, right? I think it's I know. it's gonna I offend you, a lot are you ready? Because I, I prepared a response that I didn't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, go but for it. You're ready go to go. I'm ready to you go. You go. Go for it. You go. So I think it's going to be clothing wars. I think it's going to be wearing absurdly weird fucking shit. And people are going to be fucking like schools are going to be like beyond like fucking like, oh, you have to have three inches past your knee or whatever. I think it's going to be like fucking weird shit like you can't wear that flashing neon goddamn skirt in my class because it is that fucking distracting or someone definitely watched yeah the Met yeah Gala that's what that's i exactly definitely what did I was not say i, I was absolutely like, did not i was like, I was so like I, are I you saying this because of the met gala <laughs> but i did not watch it at all what what is the met gala awards this might be it's like the, a super it's not the met the met the met is a museum in new york city and the gala is held by the city of New York, or the maybe it's the the people who own the Met, and you get a bunch of really really rich people in, and the whole idea is that they're going to donate their money to the Met so that the museum and whatnot can continue to go and have really cool things in it. But the Met Gala is almost turned into like a celebrity meme where like everyone goes and be and just dresses in the most ridiculous ass shit. One, I got two things to say about that. One, had no idea. I think it's intelligence true. Two, did you see Shaquan Barkley's thighs in his shorts? The dude's thighs are huge. I did not his see thigh, his his whole leg is absurdly big. It's I saw shit. OBJ. He's got some that big legs. Uncomfortable how big that dude is. And it's just like it's it's scary. It's unreal. It's why he'll never tear his like ACL is because huh? his legs are that strong. What? Huh? <laughs> That? And you're welcome, Ryan Naughton. He's tearing yeah. his ACL first week. <laughs> Jinx. You. Jinx so hard. Let's go. Um, uh, okay. But uh, I can see clothing wars. I don't know. I don't want to say something like super I not. I think it's going to be like, where are you from in the United States? Which is kind of a thing. But like, if you're from like a certain part, like you definitely look down on them. Like if you are from Alabama. Which I'm not from. Just, or know. Florida. Or Georgia. If you're from Florida, fuck you. Yeah. I everyone <laughs> every, everyone who knows me over here in England, they always like ask me about like what's my favorite part about the United States? What's my least favorite part about the United States? I was like, both of those answers can be answered with one word, and that is Florida. I think Florida is the most fucked up and most ridiculous place in the entire world, but it is a horrible place to go. It is a nightmare. Oh, my God. And they're always like, but that's where I went. That's the only place I've been in the United States. I was like, because you're dicking around in Orlando, which is also not that great. <laughs> Orlando, Orlando, is not Orlando, great. Orlando, Orlando is, is, is the a cesspool of shit. Yeah. That's well, not true. Or, yeah, Toledo Orlando. is the worst city in the world. But Orlando is a close third. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the danger zone. It's weird. I, uh, it's not good. I, have, I like Toledo. I feel constant fear. I have a, I have a, a thing. Ross, did you say you like Toledo? I got nothing against the state of Ohio. I got Dude, a buddy. Toledo is literally the I human trafficking a... capital of the U.S. Oof. I did not know. See, someone should preface the fact. Like, you know what my least favorite place in the world is? The human trafficking center of the world. 
Toledo. Like, if you preface that, <laughs> I won't say dumb shit. Like, hey, I like that place. Because um, now I seem like a weirdo. <laughs> I have. It seems like well, you like human trafficking, honestly. It sounds like you're actually a big NFL guy. Because I'm pretty sure Robert Kraft is into that. Big Robert I, I, uh, I actually I heard a thing that Robert Kraft had a thumb up his ass the whole time. Yep. I, yep. I heard that same thing. So that's kind of kinky. I'm kind of like, not only is Robert Kraft like a billionaire, and I'm jealous of that, but he's getting this Asian chick to shove a thumb up their ass and jerk him off. That's a whole weird complex I don't want to be in. And I'm pretty and sure I heard you say I'm kind of into that. Championship game. I think you started that sentence there a little bit. So I did not. You, no, 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 no. I'm kind of freaked <laughs> out by that. That's like a whole lot uh-huh. of weird. It's just we do we did meet one of Ross's ex at the draft. We could ask. Um, I, mine mine would be. No, we'll just give him a round of applause. <laughs> mine would be. Right, mine would job, be Ross. this weird thing that I heard about that's going on in Canada, and I'm all I'm all about people having their like wanting to feel comfortable in their own skin, but parents who decide the gender of their child. At Don't even birth, get me fucking started on this. Who like so they'd be like my Wait, child parents is, decide parents decide like they're so born they, with a dick and they change it n- to a vagine. No 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 no. They are they are they, they are a hundred percent biologically male. They have a penis. They have balls. They're gonna be a male. Whatever they you know they might be gay. They might be straight. Doesn't matter. But they are a male. There's no like whatever. And then the parents going like you are a Z, which is like the proper term for uh i guess someone who hasn't decided what gender they are it's like a thing that they're using in england right now it's really weird people have come up to me and they're like oh i'm a z or or a zet or something and i'm like you make so you know so it's the next level of bisexual you right. don't know well, what you about, are yourself but you're into everything in a way in a way it is but it's the fact that the parents aren't going to allow this boy this natural boy the son of theirs grow up to be a son so it's like it's going to be like yeah. a mom who really really wanted a daughter but she got a son instead so what does she do she dresses the kid up in girly clothes or makes him wear like a burlap sack and there's no gender role or whatever and i understand it's okay when you at when you have that own your own identity and you're saying i don't really feel this way i have there's no way for me to say hey you shouldn't feel that way that i have no place to say that but what i do have a place to say is to say that parents uh, should not be able to decide the gender of their kid, you know, based on, and I'm saying gender, not based off of, I'm saying gender, not sex. So the parents who are doing that, I'm like, I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? You're like actually going to fuck up your kid. Cause if you ever look up, if yeah, you ever it's look terrible. up any of these like, so like crazy serial killers, like, uh, um, uh, not Jeffrey ten, Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer was dressed up like a girl until he was 10 years old. Yeah. Guys, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. Too, kinda. I'm not gonna lie, boys. This is far too serious for <laughs> me to have. It is. I kind of thought it'd be funny. It wasn't. Yeah, like this, I, 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 I got I got a meaty one. Is, I, I got right, a funny one. We can we can like hear it. Because because Drew, like that that is like super fucked, yeah. and I agree with you. But on a wider note, so a part of me wants it like my like more legitimate answer is like, what if people like started being like extremely like racist or like not racist but like i guess prejudice would be the word against people with like dietary restrictions and just like oh that is a good one like damn messing i love that I be, like, I would, just messing I over people fucked, boys i would be absolute <laughs> pigeon in this i'd be i'd i would be a lemon human being in this world i just wouldn't work 
and so like we hate fat people kind of thing. No, 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 no. He means like gluten, like restaurant, like a peanut allergy kind of thing. You dick. Yeah, and so like people are just start like being prejudiced against people. Like, oh, you work with peanuts. Well, you should probably go die in a hole, like, like shit like that. Like, here, like, some So, peanuts. like, basically what you're saying that, is people are going like, to go back to Darwinism. Like, oh, you can't eat this? A tough titty, you're fucking dead. Yeah, that's, that'd be, like, that's, like, my, like, semi, like, funny one. Like, my extra, like, funny one is I've always, like, wanted, like, to do this. But, like, society starts pushing to, like, change the meaning behind, like, a racist word. So, like. Whoa, careful treading here. Like, cal- no, okay. So, so, so. Calm like, down, Ross. So, like, if we're, like. We're like talking about like fag, right? It's like the word fag. <gasps> Instead of like being like prejudiced against like people that are gay, we change it so like we call people fags where like we don't like people who like rev their Nice, nice like, South call Park. Them fags. There you go. Yeah. Call back. Yeah, exactly. Reference. But like like doing that with like a different word, I I like that'd be so funny because like everyone would just get like so confused and pissed off. I kind of like that. I, I'm kind of into that. Like changing something yeah. and making like because originally like your first example you know going back to my fifth grade you know years on the playground a fag was a bundle of sticks that's what i would tell any adult but i think yeah. it'd be funny if you Absolutely. like just completely like changed a word to mean something entirely different or like but like here's here's the the issue i'm gonna i'm gonna plot twist here or poke holes is that it takes like an average of what like eight years for a word to make it into a dictionary or change like the meaning of it yeah. Like you'd have yeah, to be fall, some yeah, pretty fall into the lexicon. Yeah. Actually, you know what, Cubby? Fuck you. You just described the book Frendel. If you know the book Frendel, Cubby, it's already been done. Oh yeah, yeah. That hey, that's a great kids. That book. was a great kids book. <laughs> I didn't read it. Whatever. Yeah. I. All right. My my other one oh, is really came to the table, uh, huh? He he honestly I, I mean, didn't even think. Think. Tell about think. it. <laughs> Jesus. So my other one would be um, people. Okay, so like. I feel like this is like kind of getting bigger too. Cause like I was reading today that uh, like Pornhub might acquire Tumblr, but like Tumblr had an anti like uh, porn like ban like on their website, which killed the entire website. Um, Cause people are just like using it for like free camps and shit. But like if you think about like media of late, like this, pornographic this terms AIDS, are Cardi, like becoming up, more popular. So like AIDS. Cardi B pretty much got famous talking about her tits and boobs and butt. Like, she got famous, like, for just being a dumbass stripper. And she's very smart because, like, she's able to, like, manipulate the media. But, like, she's also just dumbass. So anyway, what if, what if the media, like, starts, like, trying to ban, like, saying the word, like, dick? Like, no one can say, like, dick anymore, like, on a public platform. And, like, because hmm. Dis- Discord actually did that recently with Discord verified servers. Like, you can't, eat, like, you can't say retard or else your account gets banned. And that's, like, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think that there's, like, a big push. Uh, it's, like, really interesting watching a lot of these platforms that, um, like, where, like, you can, like, post and it's supposed to be freedom of speech. But, like, if you look at Twitter, like, out of all the verified accounts bans in 2018, it was, like, 27 of them. And 26 were, like, far-right conservatives. And they claim that, like, they're, like, free and, like, they don't, like, judge and, like, like non-biased and stuff. But, like, every platform's um, biased. And so Agreed. I think that might quick, be agree. Quick, 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 jump back just real quick to uh, the Met Gala. Uh-huh. The only person who wore anything oh, yeah. normal at the Met Gala was fucking Kanye West, who just wore like oh, a zip-up yeah, jacket. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's a minimalist I'm a, now. I'm a big Kanye West guy. I really am. <laughs> I think 
I Wait, think Kanye West. Have you guys West... seen "We Love the Earth" by Lil Dicky? No, I'm not. Yeah, so, so big Kanye West guy. I am anti Lil Dicky. Okay, well, you should look up "We Love the Earth" because it's actually hilarious. Um, but uh, Kanye West is in it, but he's not. It's actually Kevin Hart, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> which is just like hilarious. Um, should we should we move into our final sports topic? We I think should, the final sports topic, yeah, we should. Is the Chicago Cubs and how fucking awesome they've been? Uh, the best, it's been best team in baseball. So great. Let's ignore last night. Ignore yeah. last ignore, night. If you ignore last, last night, tonight too. If you ignore last night, and we're what tied it did to right our, now. Uh, we're tied, but. They're the hottest they team are. in baseball. Absolutely. Well, they our, dismantled our Javi the and team. Contreras together are just – they're fucking slugging bats. Our uh, Carl Edwards came back, played great. Um, so glad 2017 oh, Contreras So back. glad. Uh, they were saying that Contreras is the best player in the league on ESPN yesterday, which I was like, ESPN, calm the fuck down. Are you sure it wasn't Javi? Um, yeah, that's – Catcher. That's they're saying catcher. No, Contreras is on fire. Oh, oh best catcher. Contreras is okay. just yeah, on yeah. a tear. Yeah. Uh, but no, Javi's uh, definitely – they're both batting about 300. Um, what I don't love, though, it, well, I don't know how Lester's doing this. I haven't watched it. But um, I don't like you uh, Darvish at home. You Darvish, Darvish is terrible. Darvish he sucks at home. Well. Away, though, he's fucking awesome. You Darvish is not He's good. amazing I, away. Uh, I don't know about that. I feel like I have never in the past two – a year or year – last season and this season so far – I've never said to myself, oh, good, you Darvish is pitching. Those words have never come out of me. <laughs> so don't give me the whole away or home thing, because either way, I'm in a little discomfort. I'm like Jose Quintana this year. That's a, oh, good, Jose Quintana's pitching. Yeah. John Lester, give me, give me, give me. Okay. But so, so Quintana, I did say at the beginning of the year that Quintana's a good lefty. He's probably a number two starter on most other teams, and he's going to work this he year. Right? It. Cole Hamill's been, Hamill's been doing well. Too. See the pro can go, and I know, like, yeah, I, I like will say, like, obviously, I am, I'm a big Cubs fan, but I was a little, yeah, like, you hesitant were. on you, going all in. You were, the Cubs. you were such I, a bitch at the beginning I was of the very, season. <laughs> you were like, you're like, I was, like, yeah. the Cubs, they're gonna be shit this year. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 I didn't say they're gonna be shit. I said that the Brewers said, and the Cardinals yeah, are better teams than what they Cubs are. fans they are credit for, and I think the Cubs will <clears> take third. And I still stand by the fact we don't give the Brewers and the Cardinals enough credit. Yeah, but it felt. But so I think I will see. I think we should this weekend. See the play so good again. The I'm excited to see how we play against the Brewers at home this weekend. Um, the Brewers lineup is horrifying. Their bullpen is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. but I think the Cubs that's are poised said, to make some big trades. That's what they said about. Uh, that's what they said about the Cardinals. And what did we do to them? We dismantled that fucking team. We that's dismantled true. them in three games. Awesome. Yeah. No, my my thing about the Cardinals is that I thought that. Uh, like their infield was better than ours, but our infield because Contreras and no, Bayer, dude, well, and Addison Russell is going to be back in what dude, two weeks? No, three weeks? Matt Matt Carpenter and Paul Goldschmidt are really, yeah, really, 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 Rizzo really, really is good. Probably the best first baseman in baseball. Uh, no, no, I don't know. No. I'd say if you add if you if you add Paul Goldschmidt's better. Is he? Mm, mm, yeah, dude. Uh, so it, no one knows about him because he was on the Diamondbacks last year. Like it's just a no well, team. Well, but thought, no, he, this guy's an absolute I monster. Paul was third baseman. I'm not gonna lie, that shows how much. So I, no, Car- Carpenter's third baseman. No, this guy's a monster. So last year he was. Uh, give me a sec. I'm pulling up stats. Last year, so he's been an All Star. One, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. Uh, six last, like all six of the last years, um, including three Gold Gloves, and his numbers from last year. Are so he had 33 homers, 
83 RBIs because his team was shit. No one got on base. He played. He has played over 155 games the last four years, which is huge in baseball. Um, and he batted 290 with an on-base percentage of 390 with a slugging percentage of 533. Right, see, OPS of 922. Saying, this guy's a monster. A lot, yeah. You're saying a lot of percentages. And I'm just not a big they're all really, fan. They're all really are they high. He, are they good? He's a okay. monster. Okay, cool. I, yeah. So he's, wait, wait. I have a monster. question. I have a question about the Cubs. So what do you think happens when Addison Russell comes back? Who do you think he shifts? Who do you think's out? Traded. Traded for bullpen. I, I want Addison Russell never to wear a Cubs jersey beaten again. Up by his wife. Do you think, or do you think they? Do you think they keep Addison because of his issues and he's actually decent? And they try to trade Javi. No. No, they will no. never trade Javi. Oh, no. no, you can't. Move. You can't. I don't know about that. So, fun fact. Dude, if you trade Javi or Bias, they will not, they won't trade I will, I will ride in the street. I swear. I will burn Covey's couch. Every, 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 so, every, Mex- fact, every, every, every Hispanic couch. fan of the Cubs will riot. Many times. If I, okay, if so, I, so if fun every fact. White, every Cubs fan will riot if they traded Javi yeah. Bias. Okay, so the current shortstop. Hold on, the the current shortstop for the Yankees is Glaber Torres, and where I'm going with this is when we traded for Chapman, the Yankees wanted Addison Russell or Baez, and the Cubs refused to get rid of Baez, and we almost traded Russell, and we ended up trading Torres, who was the number one prospect for the Iowa Cubs that at that time. He's uh 22 and he's playing for the Yanks, and um. In the last seven games, he's been batting uh, 333. He's a good player, but he's shortstop. But, yeah, fun fact, we almost traded Bias to the Yankees, but the Cubs God, refused. See, that would have been a disaster. That, the, the Cubs are not going to trade Bias. He's way, way too talented as a player. He just does so many things that, like, that no one else does. Value for such a freak. The only – At least in the field, and he's batting well, too. The only way – I was a little concerned about his point. The is only real. way – he's hitting opposite okay. field. The only way I'd be okay with trading he's, he's not swinging after bad curveballs nope. anymore. I'm so happy. The only way I'd be okay trading Javier Baez is if we got every single starting pitcher and bullpen pitcher in the American League. Because I don't want to play in the National League. Because that's how that's, that's how much I trade. value Javier Baez. I think he's just so. I think last year he probably should have won the MVP, and I'm always saying yeah. that because one, I'm biased. Two, I didn't see yeah. Christian Yelich play. But I can't imagine Yelich Christian Yelich. Fucking beast. But I can't imagine Christian Yelich is as good as a defensive player as Javier Baez is. I mean, Javi has had a nope, better no year No one's been a better defensive player than Javi, right. like in baseball. So Dude, yesterday, no Bodie killed player. me. With, he missed that fucking catch on second base. I was so pissed off because Javi made yeah, that great yeah. dive yeah. and fucking me and you loved it and tossed it and fucking nothing. The only guy who even compares is Lindor, and he's not as good. Lindor's just not as Lindor's good. Lindor's so, so freaking good. I hate Lindor. Boys. He's a, he's a, I, I he's a Lindor. scummy he's guy. guy actually. He looks so scummy. Ugh. He, just looks he, he does look scummy, but like, I met him like at an event, and he was actually just like really cool and fun, like talked to me for like two it's minutes. Cool that Gentlemen, professional he's, he's a really cool player. guy. I'm Gentlemen, so this kind of segues yeah. into my hot take. And my hot take, Eddie, Eddie Pinero. You don't have hot takes anymore, Ross. You have Rossisms. Rossisms. I like Rossisms. Is it, right, it going to be that I, Eddie Pinero is going to be a really, really good kicker for the Chicago Bears? No, I could give less of a shit about the Chicago Bears right now. It's all about the Atlanta like Falcons for me. But my <laughs> hot take, boys, is that rivalries are back. I forgot okay, what it part was. Of my take. Hold on. Let me. What was that for part of my take? 
Well, they just say stuff like that. Okay. Rivalries are back. Let them finish right. it. Shut up, bro. Let Drew, me... come on. <laughs> I forgot what it was like to hate a fan base or a team as much as I fucking hate the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Blues. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. Because in college, I'm into Auburn this so... <laughs> In college, no offense to Auburn, but fuck them. They were solely relevant. The Blues, we always beat the Blues as a Blackhawks fan. And the Cubs won the World Series, and we knocked out the Cardinals. Like, But this year, I was at the game on Friday against the Cardinals, and that fucking prick of a human being, St. Louis Cardinals fan, bumped into me and spelt my $12 beer and was like, should have watched where you're going. I was like, that bro, bullshit. fuck you. I hate, I hate him. I don't know his name. I'm going to assume his name's like, Talk. Mike, because I don't like any Mikes in this world. So Mike, the St. Louis Cardinals fan, made me hate the St. Louis Cardinals more than I already did. And the Blues are on a tear in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I realized I would rather not live than live in the world where the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup. Because that's always been the Blackhawks thing. Is that, well, yeah, we lost to St. Louis, but we have six cups. They have none. If they win one, we lost that. And that just that would upset me greatly. Hot take, I'd rather live in Cleveland than St. Louis. That's how much I fucking hate wow. St. Louis fans. I agree. I agree. I could be – Wait, what did you say? Real hot I could take. Be down what did you say? I that. missed it. I would agree. I, I missed it. What was it? I said I'd rather live in Cleveland than St. Louis. That 100% agree. Then I yeah. could be a Browns fan. I could watch Colin Sexton play all the time. I'm there. I'm gay. I would rather live in any other – I'd rather live in Des Moines, Iowa Woo. than – no, no offense, Matt Davis. St. Louis can go die in a ditch, hey, Louis, and I wouldn't give no, two no fucks. No offense, my my best friend Spencer. St. Louis can go die in a ditch. I hope he I listens. Got, I got, I got two things to say. One, if the NBA stopped, there'd be no impact on my life. And two, if the city of St. Louis and all the sports teams stopped existing tomorrow, I would actually be happier. If yep. I found out tomorrow that my dog passed away, but that also St. Louis was nuked, I'd probably throw Ooh, a party. Whoa. Ooh, Let's, can, whoa. We have, can we at least evacuate the people first? <laughs> yeah, no, no citizens died. But, not uh, only did okay, dog Bush Stadium die, blows up. The people die. <laughs> All right, guys. Bush Stadium blows up. On that yeah, bye, note, bye, bye, it has Stadium. been a fantastic podcast. We're going to wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. I think we actually – oh, wait. Ooh, Drew, last thought for your thought. Yeah, uh, it's uh, there's some news going on in England. Oh, guess all right, let's so, hear that. So obviously, you know, Brexit's been going on. Uh, guess where the European Union decided to hold the uh, hold the election party for the EU this year, which is that coming up in London? two days, or coming up London? in like the next two weeks. Yeah, in London, <laughs> and and England is kind of like gonna have to either vote in a person or be be out by then. And they're kind of like, well, this kind of undermines our entire system. So they're holding the like the election like announcements and whatever in London in like two weeks. I love that. <laughs> and, that and makes people, me love it. And, and, and the people in the UK are like, oh fuck, what do we do now? It's like that awkward like that. Mm, they, call, it, they called they called their bluff. <laughs> That's like running into your exit prom. Seriously, prom? No, it's yeah, like okay. running into your ex when you visit another college campus. Like, That's what it's like. I never went to prom. Ooh, ooh. All right. Well, guess we'll hook up this one night. Oh, there it is. I, I, ne- I never went there to prom. So. All right, boys. Yeah. On that note, it's been an absolute pleasure. 
I love it. Any thoughts, any comments, any questions, any concerns? You just want to tell me how annoying Cubby Shove is? Shove him up your butt. Shoot, shoot me a text. Tweet us. Do all the work, boys. I love it. Don't tweet us pictures of you F- shoving it up your follow butt. Follow Kirion Johnson on Twitter. He's hilarious. Let me know if I should do Same Julio you or Marlon Mack, gentlemen. Let me know. See you, boys. All, all right, right, guys. Thanks for listening.